Because something seems difficult, do not think it be impossible for anyone to achieve. Marcus Aurelius. Hello, my fellow Stoics. Thank you for tuning in to the Stoic Sage podcast. It seems today, in this recent times, it seems that empathy seems to be the biggest thing that everyone's talking about. I'm even seeing tattoos on people saying, I am an empath. <laughs> it's, um, it's a very thing to do, right? It's the next trend that's kind of coming in. And in a lot of ways, empathy is extremely important uh, to some capacity. But what do the Stoics say about empathy? And how does it differ from sympathy? And not only that, but is empathy a type of virtue and or just trait that everybody should strive for? Well, to the Stoics, it's actually something that we should entirely avoid as much as possible. Obviously, empathy is a very natural human emotion. But again, as a Stoic, a practicing Stoic, it's important to note that we are in control of our emotional responses. So what can we say about empathy from a Stoic perspective? I'll actually read this passage from Epictetus, and it goes as such. It is in our power to discover the will of nature from those matters on which we have no difference of opinion. For example, when another man's slave has broken the wine cup, we are very ready to say at once, such things must happen. Know then that when your own cup is broken, you ought to behave the same way as when your neighbor's was broken. Apply the same principle to higher matters. Is another another's child or wife dead? Not one of us, but would say, such is the lot of man. But when one's own dies, straight away one cries, alas, miserable am I. But we ought to remember what our feelings are when we hear it of another. So this may, in a sense, this may sound like Epictetus is being very frank to say that we should be purposefully callous, uh, have a callous attitude towards one, toward our own bad luck by viewing it as though it had happened to somebody else. From a modern perspective, this is an easy advice to swallow as we strive to cultivate empathy towards other people's situations. In fact, Epictetus isn't actually saying that we should be callous, that as Stoics, we are very clear that the goal is not to turn us into lumbering robots, incapable of emotional responses, because that would strip us of our own humanity. But as a Stoic philosopher, Seneca actually wrote to his friend Lucius, the first thing which philosophy undertakes to give is fellow feeling with all men. In other words, sympathy and sociability. If the Stoics promote this sense of shared feeling, what then is Epictetus trying to say in that passage? To begin with, we have to actually discern what is sympathy and what is empathy. 
both words, you know, entered our vocabulary much later than the time of, of Epictetus, but they do carry the Greek root pathos, meaning emotion, but they modify it in different directions. So, to have sympathy with another's distress, according to the Merriam-Webster's Collegiate uh, Dictionary, is to care for and feel sorry for another's grief or misfortune. To empathize, by contrast, means you share another's experience on an emotional level. The Stoics suggest, though, that we should cultivate sympathy more than empathy. And both modern psychology and modern um, philosophy actually provide some backing to this ancient insight from, from professors and psychologists and, and philosophers from the Yale University as well as the, the um, City University of New York um, have made compelling cases that empathy is ethically problematic because, as with all highly emotional responses, it is easy for others to manipulate. By contrast, though, sympathy is informed by reason and therefore more wide-ranging. Essentially, then, what Epictetus is observing is that in the normal course of events, we tend to self-empathize, as, as he quoted, Alas, miserable am I, while we sympathize with others. Such is the lot of man. The difference stems from our capability for more balanced judgment when the event does not touch us directly. Attempting to rectify this imbalance does not make us callous. It simply makes us more reasonable. So how does this help us out in regards to the Stoics saying that we should have sympathy instead of empathy? Well, first and foremost, it reminds us that difficult things happen and not just to us. And that idea is comforting. Any human experience that we may encounter has rhymed with your fellow man, with your fellow human. It has happened to everybody, which is to say everybody, um, you know, as part of the human condition can experience poverty, can experience riches, can experience a bad encounter with a with an evil person, can experience a good encounter with a good person. All of these things are part of that human condition, and that is comforting. It's comforting because then we can start developing a little bit of respect to the things that we don't fully control. Likewise, we can be grateful when things go our way, but not become too attached to them, because they can just as easily be taken away. And then, when tough things do happen, we are able to find the courage to face them in the best way possible, because such is the human condition. And with regards to going back to this comment of, you know, you can easily, more easily be manipulated with empathy, I can imagine everybody has experienced encounters with people who tell you a bad thing that's happening to them. And maybe they're having some financial troubles, for example, and they're explaining their situation to you. And it's very easy for them, you know, to begin to explain to you um, their feelings around it, what that makes them feel, their day-to-day -day life going through this. They are 
by telling you details of their experience. They are pulling you in so you may be in the shoes of that person so you can empathize with them. But that, in a way, is manipulative because I can share that experience with you emotionally. However, when I start asking you to do better or if I want to give you advice, the advice is then unreasonable because then you start maybe thinking without proper judgment. You are thinking in their shoes that they are encountering this and it's hard because of this and I can understand why they can't do that. You begin to empathize with them. The advice is not reasonable anymore. When instead, when you do encounter somebody who gives you, who trying to get you to empathize with them, you can instead sympathize with them to say, remind them that, hey, this happens. This is part of the human condition. Or, you know, reframe it however you would like, but to help them understand that it can happen to anybody. But just as easily as these bad things you're encountering can come forth, so too can easy things. So you remind them to step away entirely from their experience so they can see the grander picture of their life, so they can make better judgments, they can make better actions and decisions to get out of the situation or to embrace a situation. This right here is a very powerful tool for the Stoics to utilize. Thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps out the show. If you would like to check out Stoic Sage merch or read the blog, please go to stoicsage.co. Also, give us a follow on Instagram and Facebook. And I wish you well, my fellow Stoics, on your path to sagehood.